As it turned out, the slaves weren't allowed to socialize. They weren't supposed to wear clothes either, apparently. She was glad of her blouse, trousers, and soft flats. The other slaves were naked and barefoot, with nothing to cover their bodies but collars, manacles, and chains. Some of the cuffs were finely decorated, but she couldn't tell if that was a tribute to the slave or the status of the owner. The club Largi had sent them to occupied the top floor of a very long building and encompassed many, many rooms, all of which were painted in sophisticated ochre and umber, with thick drapes and plush carpets and heavy cushions. At least, that was what the lit rooms looked like. Others were too dark to tell. Such sumptuous tones were totally wrong for the frighteningly sadistic-looking metal contraptions the rooms housed. Those devices belonged in a medieval dungeon, complete with burning torches and damp cellar stones. At least, that was her opinion. But no one was asking her. In fact, none of the slaves would even make eye contact with her. They couldn't share so much as a smile. She felt more isolated now than she had before she knew others from Earth were on this benighted planet. These humans were docile and broken, and future echoes of what she was meant to become. Panic surged against her ribs. In that maelstrom of negative emotion, she could identify not only her despair in her future, but her fear of dying on this world, of never seeing Earth again, and then the general icy terror of death's nothingness. She clutched onto the only remotely reassuring thing in the room. Her master's hand closed over her white knuckles, gripping his arm. His palm was warm and his touch gentle. She glanced up into his eyes. Remember, you're with me, he said quietly. She nodded, gulping deep breaths of air and trying to get herself under control. He waited. Then his hand left hers to reach out, cradle her neck and draw her close. She pressed her cheek against his chest. You are with me, he repeated, continuing to hold her by the back of her neck until she felt calm enough to step away. Thanks. Sorry about that, Master, she quickly added. I take it this club is not a replica of your Earth. Is it supposed to be? Huh, no. Let's just say it might be some people's experience, but it's not my experience of Earth. I'm sort of vanilla, Master. He cocked his head to the side as he looked at her, and she fleetingly wondered how her collar had translated her words. No. No, I can see that now. Before she could ask him what he saw, a hostess approached and offered to conduct her master around the premises. Though never acknowledged by the hostess, she stuck close to her master's side. Several other club members introduced themselves to him as the tour progressed. These people were much more relaxed around her master than people normally were. She wondered if that was because he wasn't wearing his ribbony insignia thing. These same people were pointedly unpleasant to her, though. Only after many glares did she realize she probably should be following behind her master, not glued to his side. But since he hadn't said anything, she didn't change her position. One of the rooms they passed was doused in darkness. From within, she heard harsh breathing, mixed with panted exhortations and punctuated by the slap of flesh against flesh. Pretty obvious what was happening in there. 
The last room the hostess ushered them into, she announced as their destination.